0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Weekly Muse for the 6th of August to the 12th of August where I bring you the latest events from around the world of music over the past week. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. This week in our Blast from the Past segment called This Week in History, there were a large number of stars of the music industry celebrating their birthdays once again with Jerry Halliwell, also known as Ginger Spice of the Spice Girls, turning 48. B.J. Thomas, known for his hits Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head and Hooked on a Feeling, turns 78. Lead vocalist Bruce Dickinson of heavy metal band Iron Maiden turns 62. Scott Stapp of Creed turns 47. Australian musician Vanessa Amorossi is now 39. Young up and coming singer-songwriter Shawn Mendes turns 22. In excess drummer John Farris turns 59. Eric Carmen, known for his hits "Hungry Eyes" and "All By Myself," turns 71. Richie Reinhardt, or better known as Richie Ramone, as the drummer of the Ramones, turns 63. Mark Knoppler of Dire Straits turns 71, and this week would have marked music legend Whitney Houston's birthday. This week in history, there are a number of major events and interesting happenings from around the world. In 1958, at the age of 17, English musician Cliff Richard signs his first record deal with EMI Records. In 1960, a new dance craze was born when Chubby Checker appeared on Dick Clark's American Bandstand, performing The Twist. In 1963, at the age of 13, Stevie Wonder becomes the youngest musician in US charting history to have a number one hit for his song Fingertips Part 2, spending a total of three weeks at number one. In 1968, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, John Bonham and John Paul Jones rehearsed together for the very first time and would go on to become the legendary rock band Led Zeppelin. In 1969, photographer Ian McMillan snaps a shot of Beatles members walking away from EMI Abbey Road Studios and across the zebra crossing for the album cover of Abbey Road, becoming arguably the most iconic album cover of all time. In order to take the shot, Ian McMillan had to balance on a stepladder while a policeman held up the traffic. After the photo was taken, the band returned to the studio to record overdubs on the tracks Oh Darling, I Want You She's So Heavy and The End. In 1970, Jim Morrison of The Doors begins his trial for lewd and laspicious behaviour. In 1972, Paul McCartney and his first wife, Linda McCartney, were arrested in Sweden for drug possession while on tour in the country with wings. In 1973, Stevie Wonder is involved in a bad car accident, involving the car he was travelling in, colliding with a truck, and forcing him into a coma for four days, which resulted in him losing his sense of smell. In 1974, ABBA record their first top ten hit in the US with Waterloo, in 1980, ACDC scores their first number one album in the UK with Back in Black. It was their first album without Bon Scott and would become the second highest selling album of all time worldwide, with around 49 million copies sold to this day. In 1981, Stevie Nicks released her debut solo studio album titled Bella Donna*. In 1985, Kaiu Sakamoto, the first Japanese musician to have a number one single titled Sukuyaki in the US, is killed when his plane crashed into the wooded mountains 60 miles out of Tokyo. In 1988, Guns N' Roses' debut album, Appetite for Destruction, goes to number one in the US and will go on to become the best-selling debut album in the US of all time, with over 28 million copies sold around the world. Also in 1988, the NWA released Straight Outta Compton, reshaping the music industry and introducing hip-hop music to the mainstream. In 1989, bass guitarist of U2, Adam Clayton, is arrested in Dublin for possession of marijuana with the intent to sell in a hotel car park. He was let off though, after paying £25,000 to the Dublin Women's Aid Centre. In 1992, Metallica frontman James Hetfield suffers third degree burns due to a pyrotechnic explosion at a concert in Montreal, Canada. In 1994, Noel Gallagher of Oasis was punched in the face by a fan during a gig in Newcastle in England, forcing Noel to refuse to continue playing as he left fans furious. A mob of around 300 fans then charged at the Oasis tour bus as the band attempted to leave. This week in 1996 marked the final performance of the legendary punk rock band, The Ramones, at the Palace in Hollywood. In 2004, Rick James died aged 54 from heart failure. In 2005, walking in Memphis singer Mark Cohn was shot in the temple as a man fleeing from police attempted to hijack Cohn's tour van. Luckily the bullet did not penetrate Mark's skull and he survived the horror incident. In 2010, Robbie Williams marries actress Ida Field. In 2012, the London Olympics closing ceremony took place with performances from Take That, The Spice Girls, Roger Taylor and Brian May of Queen, George Michael, The Who, One Direction, Liam Gallagher, Muse and The Pet Shop Boys. And finally, in 2017, country music legend Glenn Campbell passes away, aged 81. Known for his great hits such as Rhinestone Cowboy and It's Only Make Believe, he also released 60 studio albums over his illustrious career. This week we saw a number of popular new releases, with Troy Sivan and his new song Rager Teenager, Midnight Oil with Garda Land, Doja Cat with Freak, Blink 182 with Quarantine, Cardi B and Megan the Stallion with Wap, Joji and Diplo with Daylight, Grace with Body Language, DaBaby and Young Thug with Blind, Bon Iver with another unique track called AUA TC, Glass Animals with Tangerine, Kate Miller Heidke with Deluded, Cut Copy with an 80s synth-like track called Like Breaking Glass, Keith Urban with Change Your Mind. Kane, Brown and Nelly have teamed up for their song Cool Again and Machine Gun Kelly and Blackbear with their new track My Ex's Best Friend. Notable and new albums released this week include Glass Animals with Dreamland and rock band Deep Purple have released their 21st studio album called Whoosh which has received mostly positive reviews so far as we take a look at who's topping the singles charts around the world, with Jason Derulo and Josh 685 returning to the top of the ARIA chart in Australia, with Taylor Swift's Cardigan falling back to number 5. In second spot, we have Rockstar by DaBaby, featuring Roddy Rich and Billie Eilish with her new track, My Future, at number 3. Harry Styles with Watermelon Sugar is hanging around, moving up to number 6, after last week being at number 10. A similar trend is occurring with The Weeknd and his track Blinding Lights, that is currently at number 8, but had dropped out to 12 last week. Nine of Taylor Swift's tracks are still within the top 50 this week. In New Zealand, Savage Love by Jason Derulo is also at number 1, with Go Crazy by Chris Brown and Young Thug at number 2. Billie Eilish with My Future is at 4, and Topic with Breaking Me at 8, and are this week rising quickly within the top 10, with Cardigan by Swift dropping to 7. In the UK, Head and Heart by Joel Corey and M. Neck is once again in the number one spot, with Savage Love by Jason Derulo at number two. Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles is once again on the rise at number four, after dropping to seven last week. And Billie Eilish's new track, My Future, is sitting comfortably at number seven this week. In the US, Harry Styles has earned his first number one single as a solo artist with Watermelon Sugar with Rockstar by DaBaby and Roddy Rich at number 2, and Billie Eilish's new track looking good at number 6. Unfortunately for Taylor Swift, it hasn't been a great week on the singles charts, with Cardigan going from number 1 last week and dropping to 8 this week. While on the European singles chart, Savage Love by Jason Derulo is number 1, while Rockstar by Roddy Rich and DeBaby is number 2. On the album charts this week, starting with New Zealand and Split Ends returns to number one with their True Colors 40th Anniversary Edition album, pushing Folklore by Taylor Swift to number two. In Australia, Folklore by Taylor Swift is again at number one, with Hockey Dad and their album Brain Candy at number two. In the US, Swift is still at number one here also with Folklore, with Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon at number two. While in the UK, Swift is still dominating at number 1 with Folklore, with A Hero's Death by Fontaine's DC at number 2. This week, my artist of the week is Alanis Morissette. Alanis has recently released her first album in 8 years, called Such Pretty Forks in the Road. Known for her strong and distinctive voice and her hits you ought to know, ironic and you learn. Alanis is now a proud 46 year old mother who in this album speaks a lot about parenthood, depression and the struggles of her life. Her latest release is a song called Ablaze that is an ode to her son and daughter. While in the track Smiling she speaks of self-loathing and the daily struggles of everyday life. In the song Diagnosis, she speaks of her being diagnosed with postnatal depression, while the track Reasons I Drink is arguably the album's best track. If you're an Alanis Morissette fan, or can relate to any of these topics, then I'm sure you'll enjoy her latest album. This week in the news, bass guitarist Don Martin of the New Zealand band My Sex has sadly passed away at the age of 66 after losing his battle with prostate cancer. Don bravely battled the cancer for several years, performing many shows in recent years before he passed. He is now the third founding member of the band to pass away since lead singer Steve Gilpin in 1992 and guitarist Kevin Stanton in 2017. My Sex made their debut in 1978, and Martin was there for all of the band's hits, including People, Blue Day, Space Race, Castaway, Falling In and Out, But You Don't Care, and their biggest hit, Computer Games, that went to number one in Australia, two in Canada, and five in New Zealand in 1979. While their second studio album, titled Space Race, in 1980, went to number one in New Zealand and five in Australia, and have released five studio albums over their time as a band. In other news, legendary rock and metal producer Martin Birch also sadly passed away this week at the age of 71. Martin worked with bands such as Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden and Deep Purple and even worked with Fleetwood Mac. This past Saturday, Indigenous music was celebrated at the National Indigenous Music Awards in Darwin with the talented hip-hop artist Baker Boy taking home three of the ten awards on the night. Archie Roach won Album of the Year, while Midnight Oil performed Guttagal Electric Fields, Christine Arnoux, Jessica Mowboy and Thelma Plum all made appearances and performed both live and via stream, while the late Ruby Hunter was inducted into the Music Hall of Fame. While in our final story of the week, in exciting news for Ed Sheeran fans, it's been revealed by close friends and family of Ed Sheeran that Ed and his wife Cherry are expecting their first child to be born in the next couple of weeks. They have kept things under wraps pretty well during COVID lockdown and it isn't the first time with the two secretly getting married in 2018. Ed had been taking a break from music after his number six collaborations project album and had previously expressed his dream to one day settle down and become a father with that seemingly a sure thing now. There's no doubting he will now have more experiences to write about and draw from with the birth of his first child and he will be a great dad. The only question is, Willie Sherry's Prius Lego collection and Star Wars action figures. Coming up this Monday, on the 17th of August, is the first of two parts of the Robbie Williams story. Tune in to discover his upbringing in working class Stoke-on-Trent. his dream to become an actor and performer. The time he auditioned for the boy band Take That and how he got the job after a cheeky wink landed him a spot in the band. We take a look at the struggles he endured while in the boy band and the time he broke free to chase a solo career after being led astray by Oasis member Liam and Noel Gallagher at Glastonbury. We hear stories of Elton John checking him into rehab, his turbulent relationship with Nicole Apperton, rivalries with Liam Gallagher, ex Take That manager Nigel Martin-Smith and fellow Take That bandmate Gary Barlow. We take a look at the song that saved his career and his first four studio albums that saw him conquer the UK and Europe until he set his sights on making it in the USA. Be sure to catch that episode, and if you haven't yet listened to our other episodes, including Pink, Ed Sheeran and Freddie Mercury's two-part episode, then I highly recommend you check out these amazing stories. Well, that wraps up this installment of the Weekly Muse. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of what's happening in the world of music today, and I look forward to next week. Don't forget if you are really enjoying the podcast, it would be highly appreciated if you could leave a positive review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen as this helps the podcast be seen and pushes us up the rankings so others can enjoy the podcast too. Make sure you let your friends and family know about the podcast and if you're feeling really generous, you can even head to Patreon and support the podcast by signing up to one of three membership packages ranging from just $1 to $5 a month become a VIP Backstage Pass member and receive access to our exclusive voting poll for the Season 2 VIP Pick episode, receive a bonus Rising Stars Top 25 Countdown special episode, which is available now, access to the groupies and VIP-only group, a personal shout-out on social media, and finally, a sneak peek at Season 2. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. I'm your host, Adam Hampton, and this is Lyrics of Their Life.